Okay, so what we're up to is pay pay ches amid beis. Um, we're up to two lines from the bottom. Now let me explain what what we're talking about. The Gemara had a yeah amid So the Gemara says like this. The Gemara said just as a, a review of what we're talking about. The Gemara had a Maisa. The, the Gemara had a Maisa. Uh, sorry, it's already recording. I got, the Gemara had a Maisa. The Maisa goes that Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba, that Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba, it doesn't really matter the, the, the characters in it. The characters was, I forgot this is, uh, Ime, the, the mother of Shmuel Bar Abba from Hagrunya, sold her Ksuba. She, she wrote in her ksuba that it should be Yerusha for her biological son. She didn't want her second husband to get it when she dies. So she wrote a Yerusha for the biological son. Now the halacha is, with, uh, with uh, most of the ksuba, as we'll talk about today, most of the ksuba belongs to the woman, but the husband has rights to it. Paris, he has the rights to the parents. So Rav Yirmi said, it goes to the son, what she did works. Shmuel disagrees. We had a whole discussion in yesterday's Ahmed. We assumed that Shmuel's issue, meaning Shmuel felt that although the woman wrote that the Yerusha should go to her biological son, we overrule her and we give it to her husband. So we assumed that this was a broader discussion as to Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguf, or Lav Kenyan Aguf, meaning the fact that the husband has rights to the Paris, does that overrule her rights to the actual Karka itself? Then we said, no. This has nothing to do with it. This has to do with Takanas Usha. And what we're going to be talking about today is Takanas Usha. Takanas Usha was as follows. If a woman has her ksuba, the nichse mulog of her ksuba, and I'll explain what this is in a moment, and she sells it to someone that she says, when my husband, when I die, it goes to John, she's married to Reuven. So when she dies, it should go to Reuven. But she, while she's alive, she says, I don't really like Reuven so much. I'm selling it that when I die, it goes to John. In Usha, there were metakin, uh-uh. When she dies... And John tries to take it, the husband says, give it back to me. And you give it to the husband. Now, why? Because Chazal understood that it is not good shalom bias for her to be able to sell her all her stuff. He marries her. This is also second marriage. Or just Am. He marries her, expecting that he's going to get it after she dies. And it is not good shalom bias. That was Takanas Usha. So that's what we're going to be talking about again. So, so there's actually, the, let me just explain. Like all things that go to the husband after she dies, it should go to the husband. But Usha was metakin that she cannot undercut her husband and sell it to a third party. Which makes sense. It would not be good shalom for her to be able to do this. Because... Oh, so, so let me explain. There's actually three parts of the ksuba. Let me, let me just explain. There's three parts of the ksuba because it's important. There's the ikr ksuba, which is when you're married, uh, you're, married you're going to give her 100 zuz, 200 zuz, 50 zuz, whatever chazal were metakin. That, that's, that you can't sell. That she can't sell because that's her ksuba. She has to. She has to have a ksuba. As we're going to see, a woman can't sell that because was it? It's a hundred masayimzos. It's two hundred zos. Let's say two hundred zos is a thousand dollars. Whatever it is. That when she dies, that when uh, when her husband dies, or when if they get divorced, then she gets a uh, uh, two hundred zos. You can't sell that because if you sell that, you may, you know what you have. You don't have a ksuba. A woman has to have a ksuba. So that we're not talking about. There's two other parts to the ksuba. There's called nichsei malug and nichsei tsayin barzal. Nichsei tsayin barzal is that if, let's say a woman brings into the marriage uh, a property, a field. She has the choice to write it in as called nichsei tsayin barzal. Nichsei tsayin barzal, what it does is, 
it locks it in. Soin barzel locks it in. What that is, is it becomes the husband's entirely. He has to give it back to her upon divorce or death. That is, that is something she can't sell either. Let, let's say she has a field, uh, she has a car. Okay, car is worth $50,000. She wants to write it in the ksuba as, this car is worth $50,000, I want it back on the case we're divorced. The halacha is that when you write it in as nichzitz and barzel, it becomes the husband's. Not the husband has rights to it, it becomes the husband's. The husband basically takes it, and then upon divorce, he will give her back, what did I say, $50,000? Whatever the car is worth, $50,000, he'll give it back to her. I, the car has been used, it's been driving for five years, it got into accidents, it's what doesn't matter. You basically, you what sold it, it you, you locked it in. That's called Nechzei Tzayn Barzal. That she can't sell either, because that's not hers. Nechzei Tzayn Barzal, the Nechosim of Tzayn Barzal, it's Tzayn, it's, it's, tzayn, it's yeah. items, so it's Barzal. It becomes the husband's entirely. That she can't sell, that's not Takana that becomes the husband's. Basically, those items were transferring to the husband, and the husband says, I owe you the money back. That, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Nechzei Malug. Nechzei Malug is everything else. Everything that's not written into the Ksuba specifically, all the things she gets during marriage, the majority of the, of the ksuba is nichse melugs. Nichse melug is what we're talking about. She owns the actual item. The husband has rights to usage. She wants to then sell it to a third party upon her death. No, no, no. That's takana suja. No, no, no. You can't do that. Okay. The Gemara says, Amra v'idi baravin, afa nanami tenina. So what we're going to be doing today is bringing proofs and discussing this takana suja. That again, if a woman wants to sell her nichse melug to a third party upon her death, she can't do it. But what, I, I'm just trying to understand the reality here. Yeah. She has um, a, a, a hut. And she, that, that's, and that's part of the... Yeah. Yeah. She wants to sell that when she dies. Yeah. So it doesn't go to her husband. Correct. When does she get the money? she get it now. Right? So she gets a thousand... Right? You're paying for it. Right? She has a house, and she says to someone, hey, listen, my husband's not looking so great. I'll sell you the house. And he's like, yeah, but you're married. Don't worry. When he's dead, you'll get the house. How much? $10,000. That's what the not She could take the money, but the second the husband dies, that guy's not getting it. <laughs> so, no good. That's called Takana Susha of Nechzei Malug. Fine. So, that's the Gemara Afan I have a proof to this Takana Susha. How so? Me Okay, here, here's the case. We know Adam Zayman, they dish out whatever they were trying to get. Right? They, get pun- they get punished with whatever they were trying to, to mess you up. So here's the case. They go over to a married woman, and they get up in court. She's happily married. And they say, she's not married, they got divorced, and she got a super payment. And they're liars. So what do they pay? So here's the deal. What are they trying to stop her from getting? Like, what did they try? How did they try to mess her up? They said that she's married and she already got a super payment. She's like, I'm not married. I'm, not, I'm still married. Like, they're like, you're divorced and you got a super payment. She's like, I'm happily married. So, what, what do they? What do? They, what's the punishment that they get? If, if there are witnesses that she's divorced. And she's supposed to get her ksuba, and they just said, no, you already got your ksuba paid. They were trying to deprive her of ksuba. They would have to pay that, but that's not the case here. In other words, what is the value? of a happily married woman, what is her ksuba value to her? You have a, a woman, right? I'm not going to pick you guys, but you have a woman who's married. I go over and I lie and I say that she's divorced and she doesn't have her ksuba anymore. And I'm lying. What did I stop her from getting? I, I stopped her from getting what? Her ksuba? She's married. She doesn't, she's not going to... What did I mess her up in? Do you know what I messed her up in? A woman is able to sell her ksuba while she's alive. 
This is what we. Uh, this is a little bit like options and stocks. It's a risk. You see, let's say the ksuba is worth ten thousand dollars. When does she get the ksuba? Talking about the two hundred. The in her ksuba is let's say worth ten thousand dollars. When does she get the niximilug? She gets the niximilug if she's divorced or if her husband dies. Let's say she dies first, it goes to the husband. So it's a risk. So the value, the, her ksuba is not worth $10,000 on the market because it's a risk, right? There is a market for selling ksubas. People would buy and sell the values of the ksuba, but it's a risk. If she divorces or if he dies first, you collect. If she dies first, then the option expires and you lose out entirely, right? Because she can't... You understand what I'm saying? There was a market for selling subas. No, but this, it, it, the value is always the same. It, well, I mean, there was a market value. Let's say you have a subas worth $10,000, but there's a 30% chance you're not going to collect no, it at I'm all. Is, no matter what... Well, there was there's the Iker Ksuba that's the same, but then there's all the Malug, you know, that depends on the wealth of the woman. So it says the Gemara, These Adam Zaymin, what they were trying to do by depriving a happily married woman of her Ksuba, in essence, what they were trying to do is deprive her of her ability to sell her Ksuba, which is how much? What is the market value for a Ksuba? So, Oimdim, Kama Adam Reitzelitem Biksuba Shalzu. The market of Aksuba is a risk, and that is, I have a ten thousand dollar Aksuba. So you say, well, sell it for ten k. It's not worth ten k. Why? When do you get the Aksuba at the end? If she dies, you lose it. It goes to the husband. Poof. If he dies, you collect. If they get divorced, you collect. So it's a risk. You understand? That's the concept. We're bringing down this Mishnah as saying. I'm sorry? It's based on comma, other words, so Well, it's, it's, it's a... Zoo, it's individual. Yeah, well, obviously. It's, 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 her, her ksuba is worth 10, 10K. But it's not worth 10K, actually, because it's a risk. There's a 30% chance you'll get nothing. It's an options risk. It's, it's like stocks. It's an options. It's a risk. It's gambling. Let me ask you a question. Why is it a risk? She has a ksuba. She's selling to a third party. If she gets divorced... He collects. If the husband dies, he collects. But if she dies first, right. it goes to the husband. You lose out. Isn't that a proof to Takanas Usha? Takanas Usha is that you cannot sell it to a third party that upon her death, the third party gets it. It goes to the husband. Isn't that what it's saying over here? It's saying over here is that there's a risk. Every ksuba is a risk. Why? Because if the husband, if the husband, if the if the if the wife dies. If the wife dies first, it goes to the husband. Wait a minute, I thought she sold it. The answer is, Takanazusha prevents her from selling it to a third party, and it goes to the husband. So the Gemara says, If you don't believe in Takanazusha, why does it go to the husband? She, she could sell it. So the fact that the Mishnah indicates that once you sell it, that after, upon the death of the wife, the, the third party doesn't get it. It goes to the husband. That is Mamish Takanasusha. So there's a raya to Takanasusha. So the Gemara says, no. Amr Abaya, im Amr Benechsimalug, Yom Benechsitzim Basel. The answer is, Takanasusha was about Nechsimalug. Takanasusha is that if a woman sells to a third party upon her death, it does not go to the third party, it goes to the husband. That's Mamish what this Mishnah indicates as well. The answer is, this is not a raya, because that Mishnah is talking about Nechsitzim Basel. Nechsitzim Basel for sure upon her death goes to the husband. Because it was the husband's entirely. 
The Takanas Usha was about Nechse Malug. This Mishnah was talking about a case where she didn't have Nechse Malug. It was only Nechse Sen therefore it's not a good Raya. Okay. Weiter. Om Rabaya, now that we mentioned Toivis Ana, again, Toivis Ana is a woman's ability to sell her Ksuba while she is alive. Again, a Ksuba is worth 10K. But it's not worth 10K because it's a risk. You understand? It's a risk. Because if the husband dies first, again, I, I have a ksuba. Right? I'm the woman. My ksuba is worth $10,000 because it has in it, I, I, have a, I have a yacht. It's worth $10,000. I decide I'm going to sell it to Menasha. It's a major risk. Why? If I, I write in the, uh, I sell it to you that if I collect, it goes to you. So when do I collect? Husband dies, you get it. I get divorced, you get it. If I die first, it goes to the husband. You lose out. It's a risk. There's a 30% chance, or whatever the statistical probability of the woman dying first, there's a chance that you'll get zero. Let's say a woman sells it. Okay? Like I said, there's a discount, but she sells it. Who gets the money? She sells the ksuba. You're willing to, it's a $10,000 ksuba, you're willing to put on $1,500. So, I'm the woman, you give me the $1,500, I hand you over a star that says that upon my divorce, upon my husband's death, it goes to Menashe. Who gets the $1,500? Isn't there a rule, Masha Kona Isha Kona Baila? Whatever the woman gets, it goes to the husband. Says the Gemara, no. Amr Abayah, says, let me mention something about the selling of Iksuba. The money goes to the wife. Meaning, Chazal did not give over the sale of the Ksuba money to the husband. I'll prove it to you. So the Gemara says, I'll prove it to you. Why? What was the whole Adam Zayman thing? The Adam Zayman thing is that if Adam Zayman lie and say that a happily married woman is already divorced and she lost her ksuba, they have to give her the, 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 pay, the value of the market of her ksuba because that's what they were depriving her. But here's the thing. If the money doesn't go to her anyway, then how are they depriving her at all? The whole premise of Adam Zayman is they were hurting her. And they have to make up how they hurt her. They hurt her because they deprived her of the ability to sell her ksuba. Let me ask you a question. If the money goes to the husband anyway, did they hurt her at all? No. They didn't hurt her at all. The whole point is, they hurt her because she has a 10K ksuba that she could sell for $1,500 on the market. By them lying and saying that she's happily married, but she's actually divorced and forced at her ksuba, they forfeited her $1,500, so they have to give her $1,500. If the money goes straight to the husband, then did they hurt her at all? What did they hurt her at all? So they hurt the husband. They didn't hurt her. So says the no. Amr of Shalman, They taka did hurt her. Let's say the money goes to the husband. How do they hurt her? Let me ask you a question. I'm not getting into the finances of you or your wife individually. If you bring home $1,500, it was a good day in the market, whatever it is. You bring down a, a big money. And it goes to you. It doesn't go to the husband. You don't think your wife's happy? Because you now have more money to pay for rent. You know, you're not as stressed. So the answer is really, it could be taka, the money goes to the husband. So then I, why do they have to give her $1,500? What do they deprive her? The answer is they deprived her of $1,500. I, it goes to the husband. The answer is, there's a menucha that a woman has when the husband brings home money. It doesn't have to be that it goes to her. There's a certain shalom bias. There's a certain, now all of a sudden, the husband has more money. So now he could pay for bills. Now he could take her out to dinner. There's just a menucha. So you know what taka, really the money taka maybe goes to the husband. So how, why do they have, how do they hurt her at all? They deprived her family of having that money. The Gemara continues, Amarava, Hilchasa, what's the halacha? Ta'yavisa that when a woman sells her ksuba, the money goes to her. Ve'ein habal and the husband does not get the money. My taima, pera tekinu l'rabanan, pera de pera loy tekinu You want to know why the chazal didn't say it goes to the husband? 
Again, she sells the ksuba, stop. She sells the ksuba. The money that she gets for the sale goes to her. It does not go to her husband. Even though normally, Chazal did not make her give her the husband the money. Why? Very simply. Chazal instituted that for Shalom Bayis, the husband should get the rights to her ksuba. Right? That's the whole premise. She brings in a, a field to the, to the marriage. Chazal instituted, let the husband use it. Chazal did not take it so far as to say, it makes sense. Chazal wants shalom bias. So they made it. You bring in a, a, a field to your marriage. Let the husband use it. Shalom bias. Chazal did not make it that not only do you, does the husband have rights to the Paris of the ksuba, but if she ever sells the ksuba, that's too much. Chazal never instituted such a takana that for a woman to have to give over the sale of her ksuba money, first of all, it's very, very... How, how often is a woman selling her ksuba? It's a very, very specific thing. And therefore, Chazal never instituted that she goes to the husband, therefore it goes to the wife. Okay. Kiyasa, Rav Papa, Rav Hunabrei, Rav Yeshua, Rav Amri... I have a proof to Takanas Usha. Again, Takanas Usha is that if a woman sells her ksuba to a third party, to a third party, upon her death, the husband gets it. She cannot undercut her husband and she could sell it. But if she dies first, it goes to the husband. Fine. Says the Gemara, I'll prove it to you. Why? It says, well, the Mishnah said, the Mishnah said that if a woman punches someone, right? A woman goes over, punches somebody in the face. Does she have to pay? The answer is no. Why doesn't she have to pay? She hurt, punched someone in the face. The answer is she has to, but she doesn't have any money. Correct. She doesn't have any money, so there's no way you're getting the money. Let me ask you a question. If a woman is able, if Takana Susha doesn't exist, right? Again, Takana Susha means, again, I'm the woman. You're the husband. I'm selling... To a third party, to my father. Yeah, I'm selling it to, to him. Takanas Usha says that upon the wife's death, the, the person does not get it. Yeah, does not get it. Uh, upon the wife's death, the third party does not get it. I will give it to the husband. I'll prove it to you. Why? The whole premise of the Mishnah is that a woman cannot pay off any injury that she injures. She injures someone, she can't pay it off. Why? Because she not have any money. Why doesn't she have any money? Let her, sell, let her sell stuff. If Takarasusha exists, she can't sell it to a third party because, again, she has assets that she brings into the marriage. Everything goes to the husband. But without Takarasusha, without Takarasusha, that means that she could sell it to a third party and upon her death, a third party gets it. Comes Takarasusha and says, no, she cannot. I have a proof to Takarasusha. Why? Because the whole premise of the Mishnah is that if a woman injures someone, she can't pay it off because she doesn't have any money why doesn't she have any money? Let her sell it. The answer is, you can't sell it because of Katakana Susha. Do you understand what I mean? Because of Takana Susha, because of Takana Susha, that means that a woman cannot sell to a third party. And upon her death, the third party has to give it back. That's why she can't, doesn't have any of her own money. If, she, if, if Takana Susha doesn't exist, then let her sell stuff. If Takana Susha didn't, then she could just she sell things. It, but it still goes to Masha No, Takana, no. If without Takanas Usha, she could sell it, that upon her death, a third party gets it. Comes Takanas Usha says, no. If you don't believe in Takanas Usha, then why does a woman not have any money? She could sell things. The answer is, Takanas Usha prevents her from selling it. Okay. Right, but what about Masha Kana Without Takanas Usha? With or 
Yeah. What do you mean? With Tekhanis Usha, she doesn't have the ability to We just got finished saying, Tevis Hana goes to her. It does not go to the husband. Point is, without Tekhanis Usha, she could sell her Ksuba to a third party. You cannot, and upon your death, it goes back to the, it goes back to the husband. Says the Gemara, I'll prove it to you. Why? The whole premise of the mission is she doesn't have any money, she can't pay off her injuries. Why not? Let her sell things. The answer is, Takanazusha, she can't sell. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Forget about Takanazusha. I don't understand. Takanazusha is specifically that if you sell. I just want to turn off the heat for a second. So, forget about Takana Susha. Usha is that if a woman sells her ksuba, upon her death, the husband gets it. Forget about Takana Susha. Takana Susha is a specific element that if the wife dies first, who gets it? Stam, I mentioned to you before that there was a market value for ksubas. Yeah? I mentioned there was a market value for ksubas. It was a risk. It was a risk, but there was a market value. So Stamazai, I don't understand. The Mishnah said that if a woman injures someone, she doesn't have to pay because she doesn't have any money. Why doesn't she have any money? There's always a market value for Ksubas. Takana Susha is who gets it upon the wife's death. Okay, let's say you believe in Takana Susha. Okay? So that means that if I sell the woman sells a Ksuba, if the husband dies first, you get it. If they get divorced, you get it. If the wife dies first, comes Takana Susha, you don't get it. Okay. Two out of three chances, you're gonna get it. So there's still, there's still a, a market value. So Stamazai, I don't understand. Forget about the Kanasusha. The Mishnah said that if a woman injures someone, she doesn't have to pay. Because she doesn't have any money. Why does she have any money? Even without the Kanasusha, there's still a market. Takanasusha makes it that the value is less because now there's a large chunk of the chance that it's you're not gonna get it. Okay. There's still percentage of divorce is what, 50%? Pretty good chance. So Stamazai, well, I don't understand. Why did the Mishnah say that a woman doesn't pay off her injuries? Because she doesn't have any money. Why does she have any money? She could pay off. She could sell her ksuba. Yes, at a reduced, risky price. Understood. What's the answer? The Gemara says, de lesle, de lesle. You know what the answer is? The only thing you could sell, a woman can sell, when it says selling her ksuba, is nechsimulog. Maybe the woman doesn't have nechsimulog. Very easy. It's not a raya to takana susha. The woman doesn't have nechsimulog. Going back Even without There's still a market. Takana susha just makes it that if the woman dies... The buyer doesn't get it, so it's a higher risk. But there's still a market. There's a higher risk, statistically, of her not having any money from this thing. Correct. Instead of it being 10%, it's now 40%. Fine, sure. But there's still something. So the answer is, we're talking about a case where the woman doesn't have nechzimolog. By the way, there are many women that probably don't have nechzimolog. It means that they didn't bring into the marriage any money, and they didn't make money during marriage. I'm sure that happened a lot. Back then, they didn't have jobs before and after marriage. So the answer is it's not a riot to nechsimulog. We're talking about a case, not a riot to talking about a We're talking about a riot. We're talking about kids. There's no nechsimulog. Okay. Here, here, here's the question. Again, a woman has there's three parts of the ksuba. There's the ikr ksuba, the two hundred zuz that you read under the ksuba under the chuba. Okay, put that aside. That's one. Number two is nechsimulog. Barzla, you can't sell that. And then there's third is nechsimulog. So we had a question. A woman injures someone. She punches someone in the face. She doesn't have to pay. Why? She doesn't have any money. Why does she have any money? Well, she can't sell. We said, what about Nechzimaluk? Sell that. They're talking about a case. She doesn't have Nechzimaluk. Okay, fine. But you know what she has? The 200 Zuz. Why can't she sell that? Because sell the right to collect it. Every Ksuba has a value. I don't care. 
every ksuba has a value. Forget about nechsim log nechsim barzel. When you're under the chupa, it says that you'll give masayim zuz the de beyavua. Oh, so, oh, so the Gemara says, Why can't she just sell her ksuba? Again, her ksuba is, let's say, worth $2,000. Sell the right to collect it. Then instead of her collecting it, it goes to a third party. Sell your ikr ksuba. So, meaning, in other words, why is it that when a woman injures someone, she doesn't have to pay because she doesn't have any money? Every woman has money because she has a ksuba. So the Gemara says, Hamani Rav Meir, he, this is Rav Meir. As Rav Meir said, Rav Meir Shita is very famous that a husband and wife are not allowed to be together without a ksuba at all. If even for a moment. And therefore, if a woman were to lose her ksuba in a fire, she would have to write a ksuba that day. That's how we pass on ksuba. So the point is, a woman cannot sell her ksuba because if you sell your ksuba, you don't have a ksuba. Oh. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. The time am I, could they take kola be'en of l'haitziya? Ha'chalei magarish la? Di magarish la asu hanach dezabni gavlo ksuba samine. Well, why can't she sell a ksuba? Well, why is it that a mayor holds that a woman has to have a ksuba? You ever wonder why? We want to make it, uh, we want to de-incentivize divorce. Meaning, if a woman doesn't have her ksuba, imagine if there was no ksuba. First fight, you say, get out of here. Divorce her. Right? There's, no, there's no money, there's no penalty, there's no financial penalty. Why can't you sell the ksuba? There's still a financial penalty. You'll have to pay the ksuba, just not to her, to a third party. Okay, that we're, we're married, yeah? The ksuba is $5,000. If there was no ksuba, you would just divorce the wife the first fight. Chazal said, and Rameir said, no, you need to have a ksuba to stop divorces. So why can't I sell the ksuba to a third party that instead of giving the money to me, you give it to John? You say, oh, because you don't have a ksuba. Yeah, but you still, there's still de-incentivizing divorce. Because instead of giving the money to me, you'll give it to him. So how comes, in other words, here's the kasha. Why is it that when a woman injures someone, she doesn't have to pay because she doesn't have any money? Of course she does. Sell her ksuba. So the Gemara says... Maybe because the ability to sell is just words, and words don't have any value. So what do you mean? It has a market value. What are you talking about? So Okay. Okay. Here's the here's the reason why. Um, so it's like this. Um, Interesting. Okay. Um, okay. Here's the deal. You know what Shmuel Shita is? Shmuel Shita is, let's say I owe you money. I owe Menashe $1,000. So Menashe has the right to collect $1,000. He sells that right to you. You give him $100, and now you have the right to collect. Right? So again, I owe Menashe $1,000. Menashe then sells that right to collect you. He doesn't want to collect it from me. He's not a debt collector. He doesn't want a deal. He sells it to you. So now you could collect the debt from me. And then Menashe does, you know what he does? He says, I'm Michael. I'm Michael. Don't worry. Debt is cleared. You know what the halach is? It works. It, it works. Hey, you know who's messed up? You. You understand? If A owes B money, you owe me, I, I, I owe you money. So I have to owe you $1,000. You sell the right to collect to my father, and then you say to me, you know what, we're good friends, don't worry, forget it. You got the money from him, he can't collect the debt anymore, he gets messed up, why, and that works. Why, why 
it technically works. Now again, could you take him to court? That's a separate shot. It works because you bought the right to collect a debt. He forgave such, such debt. Is he a jerk for doing it? Absolutely, but it works. See, here's the point like this. You gotta speed up a little bit. The Gemara says, why is it that a woman cannot sell her ksuba to a third party? I'll tell you why. You know what she's gonna do then? She sells the ksuba to you. And you pay her. You know, she has the money. She gives the ksuba to you. Then she goes to the husband and she says, I'm Michael. You know what she says to the husband? Let's forget about that ksuba. Uh, forget about it. I'm Michael. Let's write a new ksuba. I don't like that old ksuba. I'm Michael. And you know what? It works. And you know who gets messed up? You. That I lost. I, got, I understood till then. She, she sold the right to collect the debt, the ksuba debt, to you. She then turned to the husband and said, you know what? I don't like that, that, I owe you mon- that you owe me money with the ksuba. I'm just going to forgive it. I'll be Michael it. Let's rewrite a new ksuba. Ksuba is a debt. Ksuba is money owed. I'll be Michael it. I'll Michael the husband. I don't want you to have to owe me money. I so You rip it up. Then what happens when you rip up the ksuba? The rabbi says, write a new one. Okay, write a new one. But you don't, you don't get that one. So you bought the right... Why don't I get that one? Because that's not the, what you bought. You bought ksuba A. You spent money to buy the right to collect ksuba A. I get the money from you. I get $500. Yeah, you leave. I turn to the husband. I'm like, you know what? Uh, we love each other. Why, why would I... Why would I let's rip up this ksuba. The rabbi says, no, no, rewrite it. Okay, we rewrite it. You know who gets messed up? You. We don't... Because you can't collect ksuba B. You bought the right to, you bought the right to collect ksuba A. No. No. It's a separate debt. At least that's the Gemara's assumption. It's a separate debt. Yeah. It's hard to understand that. It's hard to understand. It's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't think about it. But the Gemara looks at it, each ksuba as a separate debt. So therefore, the reason why, in other words, and I'm going to say this outside, then we'll see it inside. We'll speak through to the next moment. In other words, the reason why we don't allow a woman to sell her ksuba is because what it's going to do if she sells her ksuba, it will mess you up. And not just could mess you up. The average woman wants to make peace with her husband. The husband's not going to be happy that she sold the ksuba to a third party to pay off her fighting debts. And therefore, she's going to be Michael the ksuba, rip up the ksuba, write a new one, and you're going to get messed up. And Chazal does not want to take part in messing up third parties. I Who's getting messed up over here? The buyer of the ksuba. Oh, that's right. That's the right. buyer, because he buys the right to collect. That, could, right. that debt will be uh, dissolved. It'll become a new debt. And Chazal don't want to incentivize messing up people. And then the husband will automatically get to it afterwards. Correct. Exactly. And Chazal don't want to incentivize messing up somebody. So the Gemara says, Amri, Zavuni Zavavati I don't say, sell it. And if she happens to forgive, let it, then, then she'll mess the guy up later. The answer is, Amri, Kol Baal Vade Machula. The answer is the woman, it's not a, a could, it's not an if, it's a when. The woman will be Michael the Ksuba, will rip it up, will write a new Ksuba, will mess up that buyer, and therefore we don't want to be involved in such a thing. So the Gemara says, Go to the next page. I, so instead of selling it to a third party, then at least give the ksuba to the person that she injured. She punches, she punches John in the face, causing him a black eye. She doesn't have to pay. Why? She doesn't have any money. Let her give John the ksuba. At least give him the rights. The answer is the same thing. We know she's going to be Michael and she's going to be wasting everybody's time because he's going to go to court, try to collect the money. Then Bezdin is going to find out she ripped the ksuba, wrote a new one, and we're not involved. We're not doing this. 
a woman, we're not going to have her sell her Iker Ksuba because it's just going to cause people Agmas Nevesh and it's never going to actually come to collecting debts. That's the Iker Ksuba, the 200 Zos. Okay, let's, let's go Vaita, let's finish up. So the Gemara says like this. The Gemara says, Elah HaDetanya, V'chein hi shechava b'bayla, V'loi hefsi d'ksuvasa, Amai, Let's say, the Bryce says, let's say instead of punching John, she punches her husband. She punches her husband in the eye, breaks his nose, okay? Breaks his orbital bone. What's the halacha? She doesn't pay. Why? She doesn't have any money. I don't understand. Let her give her husband the ksuba. What is she going to do? Be Michael to her husband? What, what? Let her give her... The whole reason why she can't give her ksuba away to a third party is because she's going to be Michael and mess up the third party. So let her give her ksuba to her husband. In other words, in other words, basically what she's saying to the husband is you don't have to pay my ksuba. Right, because if, 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 if we get divorced or if I die first, she has a ksuba that's worth $2,000. She gives it to the husband and says, here, take the ksuba payment as payment for the injury. Why don't we do that? So the answer is, The answer is, because that's mamish not having a ksuba. Imagine if the husband, right, she punches the husband in the eye, causing him $5,000 in medical bills. She, he goes to the bez and he says, why can't my wife pay me? So he said that she doesn't have any money. So you know what she says? You know what he says? She has a ksuba. Give it to me. That I don't have to pay, be my, basically, forgive the ksuba payment. That you can't do. Because that's, that's in a, in a disagreement with Rav Meir that it's usher for a woman to not have a ksuba. In other words, if you if the woman gives the ksuba to her husband, which is in essence being moichel the ksuba, that we don't allow. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. I understand. It's still it's still why she doesn't have a ksuba. Okay. Well, what's the issue? Why does a woman have to have a ksuba? Because we want to make it hard for the husband to divorce her. And if the husband knows that he has to pay the ksuba, it's going to be hard for him to do it. So she injures the husband, causes him $5,000 in medical bills. So why doesn't she give the ksuba to the husband as payment? Because then he'll just divorce her like that. He doesn't have to pay. Imagine if the husband knows he doesn't have to pay the ksuba. No, no good. So we don't give the ksuba. <laughs> it's still going to... He's still going to divorce her right away. Think about it. She punches him in the eyes, $5,000 bill. He has a bill, $5,000. She owes him the money, but she has no way of paying. Give me the ksuba. No, you can't do that, because then she doesn't have a ksuba. So let him, let him divorce her. Okay. And then she comes into Bezin and says, I just got divorced. I'd like uh, alimony. Is that what they call it in America? Alimony. I like the ksuba payment. You know what he says? I'm keeping it for my eye debt. And you know what Bezin will say? Good. It still doesn't make any sense. We don't allow her to be Michael the ksuba by just giving the ksuba to him, because then he'll just divorce her right away. Now she has the ksuba, he won't divorce her. He's still going to divorce her. And then when she wants the money, he'll say, I'm keeping the money as payment for the injury. It's the same, it's semantics. So the Gemara says, The answer is, what are you worried about? You're worried that he's going to divorce her. He's going to have no incentive. He's going to be like, I'm going to divorce her right now. I don't want her. I, the ksuba, I don't have to pay the ksuba because I got my eye injury. That's the ksuba payment. The answer is, her ksuba is worth way more than that. Let's say, in addition to the 200 zuz she has in the ksuba that he owes. No, we're talking about a case where it says in the ksuba that upon divorce, he owes her $100,000. So what's the 
So he's not going to divorce her and not be worried about the eye injury payments because he's got a hundred thousand dollar payment coming. He's not going to. It's it's not it's not going to stop it. The ksuba is meant to stop divorce. So he said, wait a minute. If the ksuba, if she owes him money for the eye injury anyway, it's not going to stop divorce. He's going to divorce her right away and keep the money as payment for the eye injury. The answer is her ksuba has more money than that that's owed to her. So it's going to prevent him anyway. Right. So, so the, the problem is that the ksuba's payment is too small. Correct. Oh, wait a minute. The Dinafish Ksuba Maksuba Deraisa, wait a minute. But if the Ksuba has much more money, you're telling me that she's got a hundred thousand dollar Ksuba coming, then Nukme Aksuba Deraisa, then why doesn't she sell that to him to pay for the eye injury? Like this. A woman punches her husband in the eye, a five thousand dollar medical bill. He cannot collect it from her because she doesn't have any money. Why doesn't she give him the Ksuba as payment? The 200 zuz, the answer is, no, she needs a ksuba. So, so Gemara says, okay, but even if she doesn't give the ksuba, he's going to divorce her and keep the money. The answer is, no, she's got a $100,000 ksuba. He's not going to divorce her. He'd be an idiot to divorce her. Right. If she has a $100,000 ksuba, why just let her sell 5000 of it and pay off the medical bill? If she doesn't have any money and all she has is the 200 zuz and the ksuba, I totally get it. No, so the Gemara says no. Going to lay nafish ksuba miksuba deraisa to have a chavle ba'arbezuz. The mishum arbezuz lay mafsed esim v'chamisha. No, the Gemara says the case is where it's not that she has such a. It's not a case where she has a hundred thousand dollar ksuba. She doesn't have such a big ksuba. The injury money is not that high. Meaning, let's say the eye injury. Let's say her ksuba is worth eight thousand dollars. The injury for the eye is eighty bucks. It's not worth it for him. I mean, the cases where the injury is so small, where it's not worth it for him but to get. But the injury would be higher. It would be worth it. Yes. On the bottom, the art scroll has a whole arichus to talk about. Well, what if the injury is higher? And it's a good question. I, I'm not sure. Okay, let's just finish up. Now we're saying over here that if let's say she had a hundred thousand dollar ksuba and the injury was very, very high, we would make her sell part of the ksuba, not the ikr ksuba, but they should make her sell part of the ksuba to pay off the husband's injury. How can you, I, I don't get that. What do you mean? How can you sell part of the ksuba? It's like, it's either, isn't it like either all or nothing? No, because the, it, the ksuba is like, it's worth $100,000. Right, but... So I'm selling the right to collect 30% of it. Like no. stocks. I'm, you buy 30% of the ksuba in stocks. Right? I mean, everything could be split up, right? So the Gemara is saying right now, you're saying over here that if the if the ksuba was taka valued at a very high amount, we would make her sell part of it. But the case is where the ksuba is not very high, it's just the injury is very small. So just the Gemara says one last part. Elahadatanya, we've done in five minutes. Elahadatanya, the Brisa says, Kishayim Shalai Timkar Es Now this is a very cryptic Brisa. The Brisa says like this, we'll have to explain what it means. The Brisa says, just as she cannot sell the ksuba while she's married, so too she doesn't forfeit the ksuba while she's married. Now what, what does that mean? She doesn't sell and she doesn't forfeit. Meaning, you were just finished saying that if the woman has a very, very big ksuba, she would have to sell portions of the ksuba to pay for the injury. Now this Brisa says, just like a woman never sells her ksuba, she doesn't forfeit her ksuba. Why not? 
There are cases where she sells the ksuba. If she has a very big ksuba, she pays it to pays off the injury. So what, why does this price say that she never forfeits part of her ksuba? She does have to forfeit part of her ksuba. If she punches her husband in a $5,000 debt, she's got a $100,000 ksuba, we're going to make her sell $5,000 of the ksuba to pay for the injury. So why does the price say she never forfeits it? She does, if she causes her husband injury. So the Gemara says, Amarava, Seifa of son Luxuba Benindichrin. This Bryce has nothing to do with an injury. It's not talking about that. This is called Ksuvas Benindichrin. Ksuvas Benindichrin is as follows. Um, again, it, it, I don't want to get too in the weeds. I'll say very quickly. Ksuvas Benindichrin is that if a woman, um, uh, if a woman brings in to her marriage, she has biological children. So the new husband is the stepfather. We make it that they collect first before the stepchildren. Meaning, let's say, um, yeah, L- let's say she brings into the marriage $100,000 suba. She has two sons of her own, but she's marrying a guy who's got 10 sons. So think about it. That means that when, she, uh, you know, when the, when the husband, uh, let's say the case is, um, let's say when the husband dies, so the, 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 kids are, are, the kids are splitting up. That, you know what I'm the kids are splitting up. It's fine. So she brings into the marriage, she's got a lot of money, a big, big suva, and she's got two biological children, but she's marrying a guy who's got 10 sons. So now she's the mom of 10, 12 kids. She's got 12 kids now, but two are her own and 10 are not. So when the husband dies, her suva is going to be now going into the Yerusha of all the children, right? But that's not fair. She wants her kids to collect first. The Ksuba's been indifferent means that her kids collect first. Her kids are taken care of first, then the rest is split up evenly. So says the Gemara, that's what this Bryce is referring to. It's a Takana called Ksuba's been indifferent. Just like a woman, if a woman sells her Ksuba to others, the Ksuba's been indifferent still exists. Because we assume that she really wants her kids to get it, it's just that she's short on cash. Meaning the halacha is, the halacha is that if a woman sells her, her ksuba, right, we said that a woman can sell it, if she sells her ksuba, her sons can still collect the ksuba when the father dies. Yeah, meaning, right, we said before, if a woman sells her ksuba and then she dies, the buyer doesn't get it, it goes to the husband. Even when she sold the ksuba, it still goes to her kids. Meaning, very, very simple. Only because of this. Uh... Correct. Meaning, a woman sells her ksuba. We just got finished saying the woman sells her ksuba and then she dies. The buyer doesn't get it, it goes to the husband. You might think that because she sold it, it doesn't go to her biological children first. No. The same way it goes to the husband, it has the standard rules of ksuba spin and dichrin. That's what the Bryce is referring to. It has nothing to do with whether a woman injures her husband, has to forfeit the ksuba, not at all. Okay, let's just finish up. Mamish, two minutes. And that is, um, okay, the Gemara says, you know what? You know, we'll stop here. I, I'll do this tomorrow. It's not, it's not very hard. The last part is very, very manageable. And we'll pick this up tomorrow. It's a tough daf, but... Uh, I think we did as best as well as I can. I will stop here.